Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 60. We are home from the last couple week trip, uh, spring break trip, I guess you could call it, but uh, we're home from the Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas races, so home for a couple days, getting ready to head to Missouri, but uh, looking forward to going to Lake Ozark and US 36, like, uh, like going to those places. Yep, looking forward to it. Good to be home a couple days, get everything caught up and turn around and head back out. Yep, we uh, shipped out that motor this morning that we had 20 nights on, so we got a fresh bullet in, so looking forward to see how good this thing runs. And Has uh, this one not been ran at all? Nope. Brand new? Yep. Good times. So looking forward to that. Had a pretty decent run over the last weekend or so, and had a couple, out of the last four, I guess, we had a couple good runs, so pretty decent runs or whatever and still learning a lot and the boys are gelling and i feel like we're really we're starting to gel as a team and starting to gain some momentum i guess and just kind of stretching our legs a little bit you know yeah it it has been fun to watch i mean there's always bad luck sprinkled in with the good but overall the past four races or so you've been able to string together some good finishes yep Yep, and we uh, we're home. We got uh, some some guests here. Uh, Mikey and Craig Kinzer and Michaela are here hanging out and uh, using the shop. And we made them some nice steaks tonight. And Went for Italian last night. So yeah, we're only putting on forty five pounds. So <laughs> yeah, come <clears throat> hang out with us for a little bit. But uh, no, uh, glad to have those guys around, and they've invited us over to their place. Uh, in a couple weeks. In a couple weeks, we're headed that way. So just uh, good to hang out with those guys a little bit away from the racing part, I guess you could say. You know, me and, yeah. me and Mikey and Craig always visit a lot and hang out, but uh, it's just good to get them back over here and just, you know, hang out and cook some steaks and just, you know, bull crap. So. Yeah. Well, it's always hard to have friends during the racing season just because, you know, we're not around on the weekends. I mean, unless your friends have to be your people you race with yeah for sure you know i have friends all over the country you know i have friends here too but you don't get to see them all summer you know we get to do stuff with you know our oklahoma friends uh you know a couple months a year is all so yeah well would you like to go over your cotton bowl speedway weekend sure results uh friday night there were 26 cars you drew third you qualified 18th that had you start sixth in the second heat, and you finished seventh. So they were taken six, so to the B feature. Started second, finished second in the B. And then started 19th in the A, and then a pesky DNF here. About five laps in, you got caught up in a wreck, and what looked like a tiny bump was like a big Catastrophic. Catastrophic failure. I thought, oh, he just barely tapped him. He's going to be fine. And then you got out of the car, and I'm like, well, crap. Nope. Uh, We'll we'll start back over with the draw. You know, we drew the first car out for qualifying, and uh, 
Racetrack, actually, I felt like got better all night long on Friday night. It uh, was a little greasy. Uh, I think uh, the lap times actually sped up through qualifying, so it was a situation where it um, might have been a too good a number, you know, early, and uh, needed to go a little bit later. The racetrack was a little faster. but And then in the heat race, we were sixth and uh, was working on marks for fifth, and uh, he chopped me once into three and got me a little bit messed up and that let Shoehart by me, so missed the transfer spot and uh, had to run the B, but uh, was pretty fast in the B. Uh, we, uh, me and the 26 car started on the front row, and he got the jump on me, but uh, stayed with him the whole time and actually going back through race monitor because I go back and look at all that stuff, you know, and we were actually had a few, quite a few laps quicker than he was, mm -hmm. just couldn't get by him. And then a feature, like you said, just kind of took off there, started way in the back, and was just kind of biding my time because the racetrack, like I said, was still throwing a lot of mud up, pulling a lot of tear-offs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure what happened there with Brett Marks, but uh, he was turned around, spun around backwards, and I thought I had it cleared and just barely hit him with the right rear. And when it did, it ripped the rim plumb out from under it. It actually uh, it ripped it. it. It bent the torque tube and the ball and stuff so bad, it, you know, it was wedged in the car. I had to take a saw saw and cut the torque tube in the dry shaft in half to get it out of the car. So that one little bump did a number. I that's amazing to me how. Yeah, right rear wheel killed the rear end. Mm -hmm. Jacob's ladder, cut bird down a cage, tire. Uh, shock, right rear shock, torque tube, dry shaft, torque ball. What's a rough guesstimate, like dollar wise, for that mishap? Mm -hmm. Probably. I'm just a rough guess, probably close to probably four thousand dollars. Jeez Louise, it's crazy, crazy. Well, at least you didn't have the weekend mosquito. <laughs> oh yeah, they were out of wind. They were they were trashing all of it, so That's it could always sure. be worse. That's for sure. So we'll move on to Saturday. Saturday we had a little better uh, go at it. Drew won again, and I think same thing with the track, right? I mean, yeah, John one wasn't the best thing. Well. The racetrack was really different on Saturday. Um, it was wet. I mean, they had watered it. It was just sloppy, and, and the sheep's foot holes were full of water. And when we hot lapped, I mean, it didn't even feel like a hot lap session. And I really thought we'd get to go again. Normally, they're really good about that, for, but it yeah. was, something was off this week. Well, but the racetrack was so wet in spots and sloppy, but then it was already blowing dust in places, too. So Mike had to take a make a decision to, you know, because... It was not going to be good, rather, no matter what. Right. And so I felt like we probably went too. I mean, I know what we went too early. It was still splashing water out of the sheep's foot hose down the front straightaway. Right. So I was basically in the slop, and then heck, I about spun out off the of two on the first lap because it was so greasy. And then I just moved down the racetrack and tried to put down the best lap I could, but it wasn't good. And then uh, just uh, in the heat race. Well, let me say here, you qualified 20th, so you drew first, qualified 20, 20th out of 25 cars, had you start 7th in the second heat, and you finished 8th. Yeah, we were and We horrible. just, I mean, stinking up the place. Well, we crashed the car, and I made a few changes, thinking it was going to be better, and I kind of went the wrong way, I think. Right. But uh, there, and then they just started all 25 cars, there was no B main, so mm -hmm. we started... Uh, started 23rd. And finished 12th, ended up with, I think, your first hard charger. Yep, we were we were really good in the feature. We made a lot of changes between the heat and the feature and 
just, uh, you know, it was very technical. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had to be really nice with the throttle and, and, uh, I just, we just, we just did it. We just hit it right. The car was really good. And, and, uh, you know, honestly half throttle was probably the most gas I gave it the whole race. And, uh, you look good. And able- the car was coming in. I mean, it seemed like some, a lot of times you'd been chasing the car being too good too soon, but that, uh, seemed like the longer that race went, the car got were, better. You were dialing in. Yeah, the car it, was so. getting better, and I was, you know, we're learning every time we go on a track, and and you, you know, at my age and as long as I've been doing this, you wouldn't think that you're learning, but there's these cars just drive so much different, and the what you do to them is different than we've had in years past, and just uh, actually starting to enjoy this now because I'm starting to get a rhythm and figuring it out, and. Um, I think uh, there's bigger and better things to come for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely um, optimistic and feeling good about the way the this season has started uh, compared to last year. So that's good. I was going to ask you, what happened to your nose wing on Saturday? Um, Jason Sides jumped to start, <laughs> and uh, he was a lap car actually. So I do. I he's he he always likes to close that gap up uh, under the bottom under under you if on a restart. Well, he was a lap car. And so I didn't figure he would. So I opened that gap up to try to get a better, get a better start on the car in front of me. Mm-hmm. Well, he closed that gap up and shot through there and broke my momentum. And I run the back of him and knocked the nose wing off. Did that impact the handling of your car any? Yeah, it did a little bit. I thought I was going to be in trouble. I thought, uh, with the rubber, but it, it just knocked it back. It really didn't, didn't knock it off. So, right. It didn't really hurt it that bad, but uh, with with him doing that though, it made me get out of rhythm a little bit, and honestly felt like that uh, if he, he cost me like three laps uh, with that finding your groove back, and well that, and it just got me shuffled around mm-hmm. in traffic a little bit there, and and uh, I really think that uh, if we'd have had three decent laps there, that we would have probably I, I think we could have gotten the top ten. I think so too. I think it was close. If it, maybe if it had been five more laps like the night before, a thirty-five lapper, it was just thirty. So, yeah, we were definitely we were definitely making ground. I mean, I can remember passing uh, Ian Matson and um, and Geo Selzy in one corner. Yeah. So they it were was run, fun to watch. They were running the top, and I could drive right through the middle. So, uh, just like I say, just learning and getting the car better. So really excited about going to these next tracks, and and hopefully the momentum just keeps building. Okay, last question. Cotton Bowl Speedway, what's your grade? Oh, I forgot about the grade. <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably a C at best. Uh, I don't feel For like the we, whole weekend, yeah. I don't feel like we were that great. I mean, I know we got hard charging and everything, but, uh, you know, we qualified horrible. We couldn't even get out of our own way in the heat race and then just made a lot of changes and, and did the right things for the future. So that's that was exciting. So, But I would say a C at best. Okay. Well, Let's grab a break, and we'll be right back. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. 
So here we are. What do you sixty episodes in now? Um, what do you give that grade? It feels like a lot. It is a lot. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad it's race season and we have a good topic every week. I would like to get some guests again in the near future, but seems like it's just been. And obviously, it was bound to happen, but so hectic with race season, like, starting and just go, go, go. And I know last year, we knew that would happen, and then, of course, everything kind of fell out, and we had all that downtime. And I think it's really dawning on me now, like, the amount of crazy busyness that we've got ahead of us, because there's no, there's no like, taking off for a breather well, for, for quite some time. So, and- just the weeks go by fast. And to be honest, we have Craig and him here, but Craig's already been on, so that's why I didn't even ask him. He, he, uh, uh, about you because you want to guess, but I never asked Craig because, like, say, we could ask Mikey. Yeah, Mikey probably would have did it. <laughs> Maybe you can pin him down in the next day or two. Well, you know, you can ask too. I'm, I'm a busy woman. Yeah. Super busy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question of the week. Joshua East wrote to us, and he says, I have seen teams switch top wings after qualifying. Why do they do that, and what are the differences in a qualifying wing and a race wing? Well, what was his name again? Sorry. Joshua. Joshua, there's multiple reasons, and, uh, you know, there's there's the guys are – some guys are building qualifying wings, and they're making it out of a lot thinner material, so it's lighter. Uh, we don't think they'll withstand a race condition, you know, but qualifying out by yourself when you're not getting hit with mud or rocks or whatever. And uh, so that's that's taken place one. That's one of the reasons. And then um, there's big nose uh, and there's small nose. You're wings. talking about that. F- the front the front leading edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fat nose is will make it have more downforce and it will it will actually uh give the car more grip in the slick and then the little nose uh, it's not quite as much grip but it's it'll it'll flow through there more and faster so it's not as much drag so we're, they're doing uh small nose also mm-hmm. you know there's different configurations of sideboards and there's just a lot going on but most of the guys that you see that are changing wings are just going from qualifying wing to a race condition wing, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to say, you know, they're knocking off six pounds or something by changing mm-hmm. wings. So do you think that's the main reason? Yeah. It's no, it's weight. definitely, it's definitely weight. How though. many of the competitors, like half the field changes wings, a quarter uh, of the it's field? Be- it's becoming more and more. Do you? We have a qualifying wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, ours has just made a little different to try to cut through the air. Mm-hmm. It's not super light. Um, we talked about building one, but, uh, you know, we can only carry four wings. Say, that's just us. another thing to haul. And, uh, you know, sometimes we're gone for months. So we didn't go down that path. I don't think that uh, at this point we're ready to... You have enough things to tweak before right. we get to yeah, worrying about for sure. changing wings out. But I do have one. I have a qualifying wing that's made. It's got a little bitty nose on it. And uh, it would still work in race conditions also. So that's why we did it. Okay, that's a good question, Joshua. We appreciate it. Um, Guys, don't forget to send us your questions. I still have some to work through, but the pile is getting thin. So send me some good questions. Now it's time for my question of the week. 
your favorite part. No, it used to be two questions. What do you mean? You used to give me two of your questions, so it's getting better. Oh, because it's less? Yes. Well, I'm having to... Sometimes I can think of stuff and sometimes I can't. Today's a fun one. You can only ever eat Taco Bell for the rest of your life. And you only get to choose one menu item. What you get? What? Where do you come up with these things? <laughs> can't tell you. You know what it's going to be. What? Like a Crunchwrap Supreme? Nope. It's not even on the menu, but you can order them. Oh, I make those. Uh, Enchirito? Enchirito. Okay. That's all you want? I would get like a taco because you could make it into different things. No, it's a Enchirito. You're going to get sick of that. You can... Uh, get something you can deconstruct. No, it's Taco Bell. You're only going to... I'm not <laughs> eating it every day. Oh, for the rest of your life. No. You can only have Taco Bell for the rest of your life. Just Taco Bell. I can't have anything else. No? Yeah, that's it. Oh, then it would definitely be like a Crunchwrap Supreme. That way it has some lettuce and tomatoes and and all that stuff. But I didn't understand the question. <laughs> I thought just meant, I thought you just meant when, when, you, go to when you go to Taco Bell. No, no, that's not it. Okay, that's my fun question. Yep, the Enchiritos are on the menu. They're not on the menu, but you can still buy them. That's like a secret menu. Is that like your hack? No, you can get them. I've never seen you order one. I always forget. Okay, well, next time we're going to Taco Bell, you're going to order one because I want to see the secret menu. Business. Three black olives on the top. You're so weird. Where do you come up with these questions? You got better questions? Not today. Okay, that's what I thought. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, guys, don't forget you can visit our merch shop at waynejohnson2c.com. We have new hero cards in. That's exciting. Yeah, they're nice. I like them. Tim did, did a great job. He did a really good job. I don't have them up on the website yet, but I will get them there, I'm going to say, in the week. We've got those. I've got some new keychains that came in, so I need to upload those. So let me get that stuff posted. But waynejohnson2c.com for all your merchandise. You can always follow along with our adventures on Wayne Johnson Racing Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. Or you can call or text the voicemail line, 405-362-0620. That's my spiel. Well, that's all we got for this week. It wasn't a lot, but uh, I guess I better start working on your guests. Yeah. You guys have any guest suggestions? We've just been really, really busy. We have been really, really busy. But if you have any guest suggestions, you can send those as well. I'd be happy to hear you out and try to get someone new on, but... Until next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.